0: In your district or on your campus, how are you identifying and supporting the social-emotional needs of your students, staff, and parents? As many of you know, I believe as a leader we must focus on all aspects of a person, especially mental health and emotional regulation. This week's guests Jamie Peden and Kelly Starnes share how they started to find solutions to improve students struggling with emotional triggers, empathy, and resilience. In this episode, we also discuss implementing solutions as a leader, the power of stories, social emotional support for teachers and the 3g strong program which goes over grit growth mindset and grace welcome back everyone to aspire the leadership development podcast where we will be discussing the visions inspirations and experiences from top educational leaders my name is joshua stamper and you can connect with me on twitter or on instagram at joshua double underscore stamper I have two amazing women with me this evening, and I'm so excited to introduce them. Jamie and Kelly, thank you so much for being on the Aspire podcast.
1: Great to be here. Thanks for having us.
0: Now I want to just jump in to your leadership experience real quick. So if you wouldn't mind just sharing with the listeners where you started in education and how you became a leader.
2: Hi, I'm Jamie Peden, and my leadership journey into the education world started off with me graduating with a business degree. And so I'm from Texas AM there was one day I was actually helping homeless kids, teaching them how to do resumes and how to get into the workforce. And I knew that my purpose was not being fulfilled. Like I was not doing what I was called to do. I changed my journey and found myself in education. And then 10 years later, found myself in administration. And I will tell you, like, I felt like I was called to do every step of the way. And I wanted to set a culture, just set kids up for success. I mean, that was, so when I became an AP, it was interesting because I was shocked at how kids struggled with learning. Mm -hmm. The journey took me to learning a little bit about growth mindset, which took me, and then I became a principal and I met this lovely Kelly Starnes here. So, you know, I was principal for that school for three years and then opened a new school for three years. Um, I'm still there. I will tell you though, my leadership experience boils down to this passion, this drive to serve and to help kids be their very best. That's where I've kind of started and kind of found my way here.
0: Awesome. What about you, Kelly?
1: So I guess as far as leadership goes, I teach gifted and talented now. I started off as a classroom teacher, but I guess into it, I ended up at a very young age. Um, I was about to be an assistant team leader just a few years after starting teaching on a pretty big team. And then the GT teacher came to me and asked me, he's like, listen, you love this. You do this. You have such a variety of kids, but you're so good at, with these particular kids. Would you ever want to do this? And I was like, okay. you know." And part of it was what I loved about it was that we got to be in charge of what we taught. We got to be in charge of our own curriculum. We had a scope and sequence, but there was a lot of creativity and a lot of ways we could personalize it. And I think as far as Leadership in the classroom. What I feel like my role is is to kind of pull out of my kids, like a good leader would, like a good principal does, out of their teachers. They they pull out the best work out of their kids. And so, um, Jamie is one of the best principals I've ever worked for. And really felt like when she stepped into her role, she allowed me that freedom to be the leader that I could be, and to have the say so in the areas where. I was passionate about it and she got to know me well enough to know where my passion was and what all I was capable of. And um, I'd had great principals before, but she really kind of brought me out of my shell. Mm. And in my classroom, I try to do that with my kids too.
0: Sure. And Jamie, I want to ask you real quick. Did you always want to be an administrator or was there someone that tapped you on the shoulder and and asked you about that?
2: You know, no, I did not set out thinking I wanted to be a principal one day. Not at all but I wanted to impact more and more and more. And it just, I found myself there, if you will. So I don't think there's any one person or incident, you know, I gravitated towards leadership roles, but it was more of a way to serve more people and just, you know, piggybacking on what Kelly said, you know, I believe that you hire the best people and you, you give them the tools and you set them up for success and you help, you support them and you let them shine. And there's so many superstars everywhere you turn, but they've got to have the room to grow and to be able to make mistakes without fear and have that culture of support. And so, you know, she is a shining star, like the, the spark that she brings to work and what she gives to kids. It's just, it's inspiring. And so, um, and there was many, many teachers, you know, that I worked with, you know, at, our, at that school and the school now, and that's what you have to do is you have to let them shine. You've got to let that spark shine.
0: And you guys talked about growth mindset yeah. in, in your stories. And that's kind of a, a big piece here that I want you guys to, to speak on tonight, because everyone that's listening knows that I have a huge heart for social emotional learning and, and the two of you have built something pretty special. And I'd love to have you guys talk about um, what you've guys created outside of school, which is this program called 3G Strong.
2: So growth mindsets, you know, near and dear to both of our hearts for different reasons. And I, I will tell you, I'm gonna take you back to where, when I was an assistant principal, I was working with kids and who did not want to be at school. They were bored, they were frustrated, they didn't know why they were there, and my heart just broke. It broke, it broke. So when I learned and I read Carol Dweck's book about growth mindset, I knew I was like, that is one of the missing pieces, you know, for kids to have that ownership of learning, to know that mistakes are okay, to create this culture of safety, to make sure that, you know, kids learn. There's a learning process. Just as we learn to walk, we learn how to like you know, solve math problems and so forth. And so Kelly and I instantly connected because one of her trainings I actually attended where she actually spoke about growth mindset. So it just kind of all came together for me, you know, being on campus and just having these nerdy conversations with Kelly about the passion that we both have to make sure that kids feel safe to learn.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Kelly, what what were you seeing in the classroom? Because I know obviously, as an administrator, you get to see that that point of view of kids struggling, you know, they come to the office for potentially behaviors and those types of things. But as far as being a classroom teacher, what were you seeing with the students? And what were they struggling with?
1: So I found when I was in the regular classroom, there was a lot of there were a lot of similarities between my special ed kids and my GT kids in the way that they would quit when things got hard. And when I became a GT teacher, I found that that was something that really could be taught. Once I learned about growth mindset and really started even teaching how dendrites make connections in your brain. And we would actually look at videos of dendrites connecting when you really pushed yourself. And I felt like when we started teaching growth mindset and and funny, funny enough, that's where Jamie and I really connected. She walked in my room and I was teaching a lesson. And I think I might've had Luke Skywalker trying to lift the little thing out of the, with Yoda. (laughs) She came to my room when I was teaching that and I was talking to kids about their brain and how their brain is like a muscle and they can grow it. And I, I realized as I learned more and I started teaching that to my kids that that gave them power over their own learning. And Jamie and I talk all the time in 3G Strong about FAIL stands for first attempt in learning. It's just an acronym for first attempt in learning because if you're gifted and kids around you all expect you to know everything. And the kids will complain about that. And they'll say, yeah, part of being GT is that they'll say, why don't you know that you're in GT? And I'm saying, okay, that's, that's fine that they think that because they don't know about GT, but we're in here to learn. And you, you wouldn't come to school if there weren't things you should learn. You, you come here so you can grow and growth is having a first attempt in learning. The first time you hear something, it's brand new and you may not do well at it. And we talk about practice and, Practicing with purpose. And that's one of our months of 3G Strong is is focused around practicing with purpose and taking feedback as information and trying to get better. But you've got to have a growth mindset to be able to handle that kind of feedback and understand that you aren't supposed to come in here knowing everything. And I think that's where a lot of kids who are in special ed, I found that they would come and they'd say, I don't get it. They didn't have the mindset to say, Here's where I'm confused because they were so afraid of the failure and GT is Mm -hmm. the same way. They, they just know, I don't get it. And it's like their amygdala takes off and all of a sudden they're in fight or flight and they cannot think Mm -hmm. their prefrontal cortex is closed off. Everything's over because it's this fear of failure. And so when you change their mindset, you change everything. It's like you hand them over power to learning.
0: So you identified a problem with your students, especially when they saw adversity. So what was kind of the solution that you all created with 3G Strong?
2: After my journey as an assistant principal, you know, your first principal job, you're like eager beaver, ready to take on the world. And, and knowing how much we want a growth mindset in every single class, I wanted all kids to have that experience, to have that safety, to have, you know, to really experience that culture and parents too, because it also depends on how, what feedback we give kids. Like we can put them in a growth mindset or a fixed mindset based on the feedback that we give them. And so I wanted to make sure that teachers were setting kids up for success and knowing the passion that Kelly had with growth mindset, we, we had a A committee but then aside from that Kelly and I worked outside of school to create these stories and initially they were stories because we wanted more stories to show kids that kids can connect and learn from like-minded type characters that they could relate to just relatable characters so we would do this in the evenings and weekends and Just spend an enormous amount of crazy time creating these stories, thinking that one day maybe there would be some cartoon or something, not knowing where this is going to take us. (laughs) I'll let you jump in.
1: So I think (laughs) when when we got together, we connected because we both were so passionate about growth mindset. And we always laugh and say, we would have been friends in high school because we get so excited and are kind of nerdy about all kinds of educational things. And so we would, we get, she, she has older kids. And so do I Mine are both in college or graduated and hers are in college or high school. And so we would get together in our free time, hang out. And we were like, what if we wrote our own stories? Because everything we found, we felt like didn't, didn't really do everything we wanted. And, and having older kids too, we, We looked and we said, okay, so this is okay, but it's missing this and this and this. And my kids, I wish that somebody else would have been preaching this to them at school so that it wasn't just mom nagging all the time. And having older kids, I think that gives you a little bit of experience there. Like one of the things executive function is a big thing for me because I have a kid with ADD and I felt like I was nagging all the time because I was constantly trying to teach him these skills. And I was like, so if, if that had happened in school, every, you know, as part of every day, if that were something that became a habit for him at school, maybe that would have helped things transition a little easier in high school and college. And so we just, we looked at all the skills that we really wanted kids to have for success. And that's where we kind of came up with, again, being nerdy, we came up with the three G's. We were like, oh, we can categorize these under three areas. And then that way the kids will be it'll be easy for them to remember there was nothing that we found that did all three things and they would hit SEL really hard as far as like the castle core competencies or it was an executive function thing that you could buy on teachers pay teachers and then it was kind of a a one and done type thing but there was nothing that went all year Mm -hmm. had something every day that really created those habits and that's what we really wanted is we wanted to create those habits of grit and grace and growth mindset. And Jamie is such a good leader that what she she does is she paints such a great vision. And w- together we're pretty creative. And we, we looked at some things and we were like, we could make things better than this. <laughs> and it was, one of the things we were passionate about too is that we didn't want to burden teachers. We both know that teachers have so much on their plate, yep. but we also know how important social emotional learning is and how important changing their mindset is And so we wanted it to be something where all a teacher had to do was turn on their computer, click through some things. We didn't want it animated because we didn't want them to walk away. Because what 3G Strong does is it has stories and activities that truthfully, it's like an ongoing professional development for kids and teachers. We um, did a survey of the teachers that had used it. We actually sold it to an after-school program. You know, they had a lot of kids who don't spend a lot of time with, Other adults, but they also had a lot of young adults managing the programs, and we sent a survey and just said, "Would you ask your employees to fill this out?" One hundred percent of the people who filled out the survey, the managers of the program said they grew in self-awareness about their own attributes and where they could get stronger, and they learned from the program. And that's that's what we wanted. Like you know, you go to professional development in the summer, and it's over six hours later, and you're so overwhelmed and You almost forget what you learned because you're kind of in that fight or flight yourself when school's (laughs) starting. And so with 3G Strong, what we found is teachers were actually really changing their language and they were talking about grace for each other. And the more they use the vocabulary and a lot of that, again, has to do with the vision the principal creates. And if you talk about what your core beliefs are, grit, growth, mindset, and grace, That's going to make a stronger program. And so when teachers are saying that same language and kids are saying that same language, and now we have had really good success with changing of behavior and kids really growing and understanding each other based on the stories and the consistency of the program.
2: This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. You can find out more at teachbetter.com
1: slash Now let's get back to the episode.
0: Kelly, will you just explain the three G's real quick?
1: Yeah, uh, the three G's stand for grit, growth mindset, and grace. And we have... Um, In 3G Strong, we have three characters, the main characters that grow with kids from kindergarten through fifth grade. And we tell stories about them because, you know, that's where kids connect. But we wanted to have a visual representation of each of the Gs. And so we have a character, Grit, who is actually, he's modeled a little bit after my own son who had dyslexia, but was an incredible athlete, got his college paid for that way, but just had an incredible mindset when it came to doing things that he wanted to. And then, and this character learns uh, to be gritty and trying things. And then we have a character, Theo, because growth mindset is a weird name. So, but he represents growth mindset. And in the story, he gets some vision goggles where he can kind of see what people are capable of when they have a growth mindset. And um, then we have Grace, who is pretty much a perfectionist, and we say that Grace is really kind to everybody else except for herself. She's her biggest bully, and picks out every fault. And so we wanted kids to have a visual representation of what each of those three G's stands for, and stories to connect to, so that when when you have to redirect in the classroom, you can point out and say, "Do you remember when Grit went through that? Or do you remember when Grace went through that?" And it's not like you're picking on the child, you're using it as a teachable moment because you have these characters and these
2: stories to refer to.
0: Jamie, I want you to speak as far as the administrator, you know, you, you guys have created this program. How is that actually implemented for the teachers?
2: So the teachers can um, access online and they go every day and it's ready for them. So they just turn on their computers. Um, On Monday, there's a story. And then Tuesday through Friday, there's always a class check in. We feel it's important to build that classroom community. Yep. And so there's a class check-in where they, you know, there's a question or a scenario, just a, a topic to quickly discuss. And then there's either the story, which is actually a series of stories. And it starts with kindergarten, kindergartners on their level and goes all the way up to fifth grade. So if you're a kindergartner, you are at the edge of your seat wanting to know what happens throughout the year with these kids because it's ongoing. And then they grow with them. And so if you're in fourth grade, for example, we have fourth graders that have fourth graders. They're the same characters are in fourth grade and it's the series. We had teachers that were like, we're at the edge of our seats. This is like a soap opera. <laughs> so anyway, so they, on Mondays, they do the stories and Tuesday through Friday, they have some sort of activity um, just to dive deeper to practice. After that, there's a breathing activity. We have one of our characters actually is animated that leads them through breathing because our kindergartners can even tell you what their amygdala, hippocampus and prefrontal cortex is because we feel like it's really important to give kids tools so they can regulate their emotions. So if they're getting in that fight or flight, if they're starting to feel stressed or worried or anxious or upset at a friend, they they have tools. We have some some really sweet moments just watching kids just breathe. I have um, in school, I have these big cutouts and I will have young kids go and talk to the characters, show them their grades or go and give them like the little ones will go and give them like a little hug, they become their friends and that's what Kelly and I really wanted. wanted. to teach through stories because, I mean, that's where we learn the best lessons. That's where you can really tug at the heart and you can really remember. We hope that when these kids get into high school and college, they're gonna carry these life lessons that we're teaching them and they're gonna apply them there. So as administrator, teachers think it's easy to use. They'll come to me and they'll say, you know what, Ms. Peden, you know, I feel like you wrote this for me. I know it's for the kids, but it was kind of for me too. It's, it's a fun thing. I'll tell you the best thing I've ever experienced in this whole process. The top thing would be hearing from a teacher, a student or lots of parents have come to us and yeah, say yeah. 3G Strong has changed our life at home. Our life has been changed. And that to me, I mean, you know, if that's all we do. And, and, you know, and if we could just give the program away, we would. But I mean, like, but my point is, is like, that means the most to us. It does help kids. And that's all we want to do is help
0: kids. And Kelly, can you talk about the parent component? Because, you know, we talked about the student piece, we talked about the teacher, you know, how it's, affecting the school. But what about parents? You know, is there a parent component where it's something that's not only at the, in the classroom, but going home also?
1: We're working on that. But yes, we're working on some newsletters and some things that'll go out to teachers and then teachers can send home. Yeah, we found that when we started it, and of course, Castle says that you need to have a program at school, and then also home and community. And in teaching, like you find that too. You teach kids one yeah. thing and then they go home and they learn something different. And so we definitely want to educate parents. And I think growth mindset has probably been the one thing that most of the parents that I've had contact with, because like Jamie, parents come to me and they're like, y'all need to package this. And I'm like, we got it. We got it. <laughs> <laughs> or or and we've had people come and say, can you come to my work? and do a workshop on what you're teaching my kids. Y'all have something magical here. They, they know it works. But I think the one thing where they didn't understand was the growth mindset piece, because just like kids, they thought fail is the end and fail is the first attempt. And so, you know, learning's a process. Mm-hmm. And once parents understand that, that their kid is still learning, even if they didn't do well on something, that's okay. And, and even the social emotional part, if your kid doesn't, act the way they should. That's not the end. That doesn't mean you have a bad kid. We teach those skills. We're teaching grace. We're teaching how to be aware of what other people have going on. Those are all teachable skills. So when a kid doesn't know, it's not the end. It just points us where they have a weakness, where we need to teach. And so parents hearing that, I think, feel so much relief. Oh, okay. So my kid's not, not learning. They're not a bad kid. We just have some things that we can teach them and so you know i think once they hear that they also feel empowered
0: and i want to talk about a project that you've got going on where you're giving three elementary schools subscriptions to 3g strong so can you just speak on that and um, share about the program
2: sure we partnered with texas pta and we um, are giving away three grants for the program 3g strong through texas pta interested and you want to sign up there's an application process and you would have to go to the Texas PTA website um, and you can find that information on our website as well we wanted to make sure that it got into as many kids hands as possible and Texas PTA were like they were like how many how many can you give and I was like let's start with three <laughs> and so we're we're excited we're excited to see we've had some really great applicants and that's awesome excited.
0: So you talked about your website. So will you just share if someone is interested in 3G Strong and they're hearing the amazing things that you've got constructed, how can they learn more about this program?
1: They can go to 3GStrong.com. So it's the number three, the letter G, and then Strong.com. There's a connect with us or talk to us Mm -hmm. thing, and they can just fill that out. Or they can email us at info at 3GStrong.com, and we'll get back to
0: them. And if they want to connect with you individually on social media, how can they do that?
1: I'm on LinkedIn um, under Kelly Starn. We're also on um, social media with Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn that we have a 3G Strong account on all of those.
0: And Jamie, how can they connect with you on social media?
2: They can look for me, Jamie Peden on LinkedIn, um, Twitter, Jamie Peden on Twitter. You know, you can always just email one of us Jay at 3GStrong.com and Kay Starnes at 3GStrong.com.
0: Are you looking for additional resources to enhance your journey as a leader? Make sure you sign up for the Aspire newsletter at Joshdamper.com to get weekly content with updates on the Aspire podcast, recommended leadership articles and blogs, updates on my new book, Aspire to Lead, and book giveaways from featured guests. Make sure you sign up today so you receive the first chapter of my book before it's released to the public, and we'll have some really exciting details to share with everyone very soon. I always like to ask my guests, for those who may not have a leadership title or is starting their leadership journey, what is one thing that they can do tomorrow or next week to help in their leadership journey?
2: So I think the most important thing for anybody, anywhere they are, is to really think deeply about your why, because if you really think about the why and that you are wanting to endeavor into leadership or the next job. I think that has to be your, your guide because when you align your purpose with your actions, that's when you really start to feel fulfillment and everything feels right. And you, things start moving and snowballing and things just, it's just magic. But if I think burnout happens whenever you are not aligned with your purpose. So if you can remember your why and follow through the actions with all your heart with your why, then, you know, the leadership will come. What about you, Kelly? I would say listen
1: and trust. I feel like when Jamie came in, that was one thing that really stood out to me was our first interaction was she came in my classroom and asked me a question about a student that wasn't mine but asked my opinion on the parents saying that they're gifted. So I just want to hear what you think. And I gave her this and she left treating me as though I was an expert, did what I suggested and came back and gave me feedback and told me how great it worked and thanked me and just trusted me. And I think that just knowing that I was trusted and that she was always looking for what was right and always there to support and, um, really, truly hearing me was a big, I guess it just encouraged me to be the leader that I could be in the classroom and for the school, instead of feeling like I needed to stay in my box, I was able to come out of my shell.
0: Well, you two are just doing some amazing things in education. And I love the 3G Strong vision and mission. I just can't say enough wonderful things. So for those who are looking to connect with these two amazing educators and leaders, make sure that you're going to the show notes and you can find everything for 3G Strong and for their social media links. Jamie and Kelly, thank you so much for being on the Aspire podcast.
2: Thanks for having us. Thank you so much.